3: sportsgrid.com betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24 7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering real-time odds predictive betting models expert picks and more want the edge then get on the grid sportsgrid.com
4: and we are back from coast to coast here on a wednesday carver high and Jolie C in for scotty SportsGrid and sports grid radio great to have everybody with us here today of course every tuesday and wednesday you get the extended version of the very popular uh, sports grid radio show carver and lisey that's with myself and the encyclopedia of college football the one the only go for the two joe Lisi uh here with me all right joe uh i was just telling you we have a lot to do this hour several topics but i i have one more nfl thing that i have to do with you because I got this just for you. I saw this yesterday, and I said this has Joe uh, written all over it. We know how much you like to hammer away at Russell Wilson, and Sean Payton, and the Broncos. You've had a we've had a good laugh with it this year. We know the deal. They sat him the last two games of the year because they don't want him to get hurt because they want to be able to cut him and not have to owe him 30, thirty-five five plus million dollars uh, next year on March the, th- uh, the third this year uh, if he gets hurt. You had the story about the general manager trying to. Make him change the contract in October uh, for those injury claims, etc. So we're all under the impression that Russell Wilson's done in Denver, right, Joe? No more Russ. I mean, Russ's gonna be gone. They're gonna chop him. They're gonna move on. Here's Sean Payton yesterday in their you know end of season press conference that they all had in Denver, and he actually, Joe, had the stones to try to sell you uh, that this that Russ could be back with the Broncos next year. Here's Payton.
5: There's so many things that go into. Um a decision specific to the quarterback, which is significant, obviously. Um, so it's too early at all. I, I, bis- I spent half an hour with Russ yesterday. Um, you know, and I, I told him, I said, look, uh, you know, I don't think it's gonna be a long, drawn-out process, but um, but it hasn't been decided relative to what our plans are. And uh, um, but as soon as we know something that, that uh, certainly you know, he would be the first to know. Following up on Russ, did, was the tenor of the discussion? There is a scenario where he's back with you next. Yeah, week? listen. Otherwise, yeah. Otherwise, it would have been like, hey, goodbye, and yeah. And so I said that I think to you guys way back when. You know, we'll look. We'll look at all the scenarios and try to do what's best for the Broncos. Um, but communication will be important and. Uh, yeah, that that final decision hasn't been made.
6: Uh, yeah, Sean Payton, let me let me just say this. If that's what he planned to talk about Carver in regards to Russell Wilson, he is absolutely kidding himself. I cannot believe that he said that he had said there is no way Russell Wilson is not going to be a part of that team. Let me just say this right let me just say this right now, Carver. Okay? I will put odds that Sean Payton might not be in Denver longer than Russell Wilson. How about that? Because maybe he knows something that we don't. This was a complete rebuild without Russell Wilson at the helm, okay? Now that he's uncertain about the quarterback position and it's going to take more work for potentially him to get back to the playoffs and develop a young team, I don't think Sean Payton's going to be there. I'll tell you this right now. Sean Payton went to that job and went to Denver because he thought it was an easy fix, Carver. He thought they were going to go to the playoffs with just touching, you know, the offense and turning around. The pixie dust. He's crazy. He is crazy, Joe. He his team down. Uh, uh, Look,
4: uh, he ain't going to be the quarterback next year. Like, there was absolutely zero
6: zero reason for it. Well, Payton might be gone. I tell you what, do you uh, think Peyton, No. You, no. You, right, so let me ask you this. Do you think Peyton took this job to, to rebuild it? He took this job because he had the $140 million quarterback. He had above-average defense statistically last year, and he thought he could just walk in and make it to the playoffs. Oh. They also and gave him a silly dollars. They also gave him a zillion dollars, those new
4: owners. Yeah, but he can get a zillion
6: dollars going back to Fox and looking like a fish out of water. He's got no yeah, personality, by the way. Not either. as much he as, as he's going to get. He looks like a deer in the headlights. Not, he as is much much not as much as he's a, get he's, a, a, he's not charismatic in any capacity. I'll say that right now. I'll bash him with the Billy Club. He's absolutely pathetic on air. Okay? He lo- he, uh, he going uh, after him. Uh, going after him. He doesn't know what he's doing. Going after him. When the quarterback drops back to pass. He looks like his, his elbow on TV.
4: He ain't gonna be the quarterback. It's just nonsense. Complete nonsense from him yesterday. Same thing team. with the general He's manager, Peyton. Uh, he did gutless. an awful job. They all oh, gutless Joe. Gutless. Go ahead and say it. That's the way that it is. Uh, there you go with your NFL. Uh, I have a couple things, NBA for you, and we have a very big slate tonight, uh, which we're going to get to later this hour. First of all, Clippers Joe gave Kawhi three years $153 million. Not bad. I mean, this is the first year he's actually playing all the games, right? So we might as well. Early. <laughs> we might as well... It's, early. <laughs> it's early. It's early. early yet. Yeah, come <laughs> on. Wait
6: until February rolls around, and, you know, all of a sudden, he'll tweak his back, and, you know, how yeah. do I know? Bet his player props, and then tell me what happens. Yeah. Uh,
4: Miami gave Spolstra eight years $120 million. He because he's the best coach in the NBA. Uh, so I got no problem whatsoever uh, with that deal. Lakers beat the Raptors 132-131 to 131 last night. In the fourth quarter, the yeah, Lakers shot it. 23 free throws and the Raptors shot two. This is Raptors head coach Darko Rajakovic. I know you Ooh. probably hadn't heard of him before. Darko. So I like Darko, Joe. I haven't spent much time with Darko yet this year. In fact, I didn't you know, you barely got to see him as the Raptor head coach, but he made himself, his presence felt after the game last night. This is a little long, but it's worth it. Here's Darko. Shot with 23
7: free throws and quarter, could you... Thank you, Doug. Thank you, Doug. That's, 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 outrageous. What happened tonight, this is completely BS. This is shame. Shame for the referees, shame for the league to allow this. 23 free throws for them, and we get two free throws in the in fourth quarter. Like, how to play the game? I, all, I understand uh, respect for all stars and all of that, but we have star players on our team as well. How's possible is Scotty Barnes who is all-star caliber player in this league, he goes every single time to the rim with force and trying to get, get uh, to the, to the rim good. without I flopping and, and not trying to get foul calls. He gets two free uh, throws for the whole game. How is that possible? How are you gonna explain that, going that to blood. me? Blood. They had to win tonight? If that's, if that's the case, just let us know so we don't show up for the game. Just give them a win. But that, that was not fair tonight. Yeah. And this is not happening first time for us. Scotty Barnes is going to be all-star. He's going to be the face of this league. And what, what's happening over here if, during whole season, I've been holding you back. It's a complete crap. Wow. Darko. Uh, getting
6: Darko involved. He's right, This is what he said. This is shame. That was He's great. Right. They bury the whistle when Scottie Barnes is going to the tin, right? All of a sudden, LeBron or AD go to the tin. You touch their shoulder. That's it. Let's go back to bully ball. I say we go back to the days of Lambeer. Give, Give me Rodman. Give me a little body English when you go to Malone, Jordan. Give me that. A little body English.
4: That was uh, that was worth the price of admission right there. Nice job by Darko. They play again tonight in Los Angeles, this time against the Clippers. We'll give you those numbers later on. We have Keith Stewart next, though.
3: More golf. Golf Wednesday on c to c Sony Open. Let's go. We're back after this on The Grid. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge?
8: See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America.
9: Stock have too high a price? Buy a slice. Trade fractional shares of your favorite U.S. stocks and ETFs in any dollar amount you choose with zero commissions online. Get started at fidelity.com slash stocks by the slice. Fractional share quantities can be entered to three decimal places if the value of the order is at least one cent. Dollar-based trades can be entered to two decimal places. Sell orders are subject to an activity assessment fee from one cent to three cents per $1,000 of principal. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC.
1: The legends are true. Overwhelming
2: power. The sauce of destiny. Yes!
4: And we are back for El Coast to Coast here on a Wednesday. Carver High in for Scotty on Sports Grid and Sports Grid Radio. Great to have everybody with us uh, here today. I'm going to get Keith Stewart in here in a moment. Before we do, though, we have some very big breaking news uh, from the college football world. Uh, Chris Lowe from ESPN uh, reporting right now that Nick Saban is retiring at Alabama uh how about that uh so Nick Saban going to retire from the Alabama Crimson Tide uh this tweet he just informed the team that he's retiring sources tell ESPN six national championships for Saban at Alabama uh and he is going to be walking away now that one we talked we spent a lot of the first hour talking about Pete Carroll of course being out in Seattle Not seeing that coming. Uh, I did not at all uh, see this one coming. uh, Landed on our desk this afternoon, that's for sure. Uh, So in a couple minutes, I'll have Joe back. Joe, obviously, uh, is the man for this. And we will go through Saban leaving Alabama uh, here in a few minutes on Coast to Coast. We do have, of course... Keith Stewart with us right now as we do every single Wednesday right here on Coast to Coast because we have uh, the Hawaii, we're out in Hawaii still, Sony Open uh, is coming up. Keith Stewart, of course, Read the Line is with us every week. Keith, great to see you as always, my man, our second tournament of the year, our first full field event, uh, and you had a pretty good first weekend. Keith, welcome aboard. How are you?
1: Oh, I tell you, there's nothing like quite like live betting. I mean, you could just make up for when those when those outrights hit a fairway bunker late and you get a bad break, you know, you live bet all weekend and you get that positive card, there's nothing better. But Carver, I have breaking news for you. Out of Uh-oh. the golf world, the reason that Nick Saban's retiring is because another Georgia Bulldog won last week on the PGA Tour, and he just can't take it anymore. I think that's what it is. Chris Kirk winning the Century at two hundred to one. Saban's out. He can't take these Georgia Bulldogs anymore.
4: Uh, you can, and the Georgia Bulldogs. I mean, they they've had really a hot. Like year, right? I mean, last year was a huge year uh, for all the Georgia Bulldogs as well uh, on the tour. Whether it was Harmon at the uh, at the Open Championship, and we had other things uh, going on. Clearly, uh, Georgia Bulldogs, there's plenty of them. That's for sure. Seb Straka uh also uh had himself a pretty good year last year let's get to saisoni uh keith because we were talking about it a little bit later we've got some decent names that hung around from last week fitzpatrick is there obert is there we have tyrell hatton in the mix so some pretty fun chalk at the top of this board where are you looking keith uh for the outrights beginning this week well carver you know man this is why you bring me on.
1: I would be very wary of some of those names at the top. There are 33, not PGA Tour rookies, but rookies going into YLA Country Club this week. And 16 of the last seven 17 Sony Open winners have played there previously. So Fleetwood, uh, or Haddon, Fitzpatrick, oberg all those guys they haven't played there before i'd be very worried about betting those guys i'm looking a little bit further down you know over the last 10 winners the average pre-tournament winning odds is right there in the 40 to 50 range right around plus plus forty-seven hundred. those are the guys in the middle tier where we can make some money and and i love some names in that range and of course it starts with the mailman himself jt poston
4: I love JT posted a lot. Uh, He has absolutely hit some tickets for me in the past. Was that two years ago? He won uh, the John Deere, right? Uh, Keith, if my memory serves me correctly, he got me there. I had him that weekend, which was a nice win. Uh, You have a couple you have actually two that I am on uh, this weekend as well. And that is Eric Cole at 30 to one also on your outright list. Cole's a guy for me, Keith, uh, that we've been chasing here for a while. Ever since last year when he had that big performance at the Honda, uh, just fell short, and then winning rookie of the year, lots of close calls. You just feel like at the start of this year that Cole at some point, especially in the first few months here before the Masters, maybe can break through and get himself a victory. Well, he
1: had a really hot fall. There's no mystery there. Uh, You know, four top four finishes in his last five starts in the fall. He was 14th last week. And the big, you know, complaint I get all the time, hey, Keith, Eric Coley can't keep the ball in the fairway. Well, forget that. At the Zozo, which is just as tight, it's another bowling alley, just like YLA, you know, he finished runner-up. I love Eric Cole this week because this is the type of place where you got to get it just in between the palm trees. And then from there, let the wedge and the putter do the work. And there's no doubt that Eric Cole is really finding his stride at this point. I'm with you on Cole. He plays just like Poston. They're both really strong on approach right now. That's where my money's starting in that top middle tier
4: uh let's get a little bit longer here uh with some guys you have two more on your outright board you, you, one definite and one that you say you also like and that's our boy harry english who's there but double l uh you have on the list this week luke list uh getting involved
1: luke list six of his last seven starts are in the top 25 and there's a win wow. in there and guys like that that hit it that good well guess what Five of his last six, he's gained with the putter, Carver. I'm not kidding you, Luke List Ooh, uh, that,
4: gaining with that the putter. Can't it's be. not
1: just one. Week. It's <laughs> with the putter. It's not just one week. It's it's five of the last six he's gained with the putter. Last week he was 18th ranked at the end of the week at the century with the putter, and Kapalua is tough to putt. So all of a sudden, we're going to go back to those days. He's sitting right around 90 to 1 where he was when he won the Farmers two years ago. I had him at Read the Line, and I see that number, and I see the way he's putting. And you're talking about a guy who could pull out driver at YLA and take advantage of his ball striking ability. I love this spot, and I love this number because he was solid last week, and he's been great all fall
4: uh let's now uh take a look at of course we always do uh top fives, tens, 20s 40s wherever you want to go uh the placing finishes for you you have a couple of these same guys but we've sprinkled in also keith a few other guys including last week's winner chris kirk
1: so yesterday i'm on with the early line guys and joe ranieri's going hey what do you think about siwu defending and i said if anyone's going back to back it's chris kirk You know, he's a better pick when you talk about the Hawaiian swing over there at Honolulu than he is at Kapalua. There's no doubt about that. So I love him for a little top 10 cash. Can he go get 30 more birdies another week? Probably not. But I like the fact that he has five top 10s there in his career. So I love him there. A little further down the board, as you're looking at that chart, Ryan Moore had a really strong finish to his fall. And at sea Island, I was there on property. We had a huge rain delay and I got stuck in a tent with him and his cat. We had a really long conversation about where he stands at this point in his career. And he said, next year, he goes, I'm coming back. He goes, I'm putting the time and the energy in. And I said, you know what? I said, here's the type of guy on a positional golf course, Ryan Moore, top 40 at two to one, let's make some cash.
4: Uh, I like it a lot, Keith, and especially when I look at your board there with the numbers you just gave me on Double L, uh, Luke List, about how many top 25s he has. That kind of a price for a top 40 for him is something that, uh, thank you very much, I will be adding to my card uh, this weekend out at the Sony. We got to get some head-to-heads in here with a minute left, Keith. What do you got for me on the head-to-head board?
1: Well, you know, you kind of mentioned it earlier, you know, we're talking about another Georgia alum, Harry English, right? Good, solid week. He's getting better with the approach game, all fall rolled into the century, looking good. He always puts it. Well, he's another good fit here. And you know what last year's defending champ, Si Wu, he was not good striking the ball last week at the century. And he, and he's one of the few guys that's won at the Sony without a hot putter. So I kind of like where Harry is, his momentum's going up. And I I don't like where Siwoo's heading right now. And another quick one for you, Thigala, tight fairways? No, and we're already talking about Cole. So there's a bonus one for you there. How about Cole over Thigala? You got to love it.
4: Uh, To Gala last week, Keith, shades of when he lost me my ticket at the Travelers a couple years ago on the last hole on Sunday when he let Xander Schauffele get him uh, up there at Cromwell. Keith, uh, tremendous job. Let's cash some more tickets this weekend. you will be back next week. The Amex, we go stateside. And that La Quinta with the three different tracks on Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, a tough tournament, Keith. We will talk to you next week. Can't wait, and I'm going to be on site.
1: Let's do oh, it. On, let's Carver.
4: Oh, let's go. That's what I like to hear. Uh, we will come back for El Coast to Coast on a Wednesday. We will get more into Nick Saban out in Alabama. Joe's reaction next on The Grid.
3: SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on The Grid. SportsGrid.com.
4: And we are back for El coast to coast here on a Wednesday. Carver High and Joe Lisi in for Scotty on Sports Grid and Sports Grid Radio. Great to have everybody with us here today. All right, Joe. Uh, I told everybody right before I talked to Keith there, we have major news here this afternoon out of the college football world. That's why it's always good to have the Encyclopedia of College Football uh, here with us uh, every every Tuesday and Wednesday on c to c Joe. You know this game well. You have watched uh, tons and hundreds and thousands of Alabama games since Nick Saban has been in Tuscaloosa. I guess the first thing I'll say to you is: Are you surprised that now? Look, he's he's fiddled around with retirement and how long he's going to coach in the past. He's that you know always making the jokes at the podium about the wife and all that stuff. But I, I don't think anybody ever took it seriously or thought he was any close to being done how surprised are you Joe that we find out here a few minutes ago Nick Saban done in Tuscaloosa
6: looking back not that surprised Carver because you know when when Nick was intense in his press conferences he used to fly off the rails all right all right all right we didn't hear any of that this year he was calm He was collected. Think about the press conference after the game against Michigan. He was talking about Tommy Reese. The the play call, he wasn't flying off the rails. And quite honestly, I think he just had enough. I mean, you look at the college football playoff appearances, played in a national championship game a couple of years ago with Bryce Young. They went toe-to-toe. Jameis Williams gets hurt, and they lose that ball game. Then they get into the playoff this year. They get knocked out in terms of the playoff run in overtime. You know, just not the same dominant offense and defenses that we've seen. We've seen more regression over the past three or four seasons under Nick Saban, not as potentially as physical, even though they were undefeated in the SEC. I'm not that quite shocked.
4: Uh this is an unbelievable run that he's had there Joe. Obviously became the coach in 2007. Uh so been there a very long time, six national championships. Uh and the funny part was that I wanted to get the exact age for you here while I was about to bring him up. We talked about Pete Carroll earlier, 72. Nick Saban also 72. So that's pretty uh-huh. weird. That we do Carroll and Saban today both guys 72 years old. I'm probably more surprised than you are. And listen, you know this stuff uh, 10 times better than I do uh, when it comes down to it. Because he he just doesn't feel – he's like another one of these guys, like I was saying with Carol, Like, you, you have to drag him away almost. But here's one thing that I think about, Joe, is you were just talking right now about him at the press conferences and him saying all these things. What's the one thing in the last two or three years that Nick has really harped on a lot? The and changing – The changing of college football, the way that NIL and the transfer portal, you know, I'm not going to say he's taking his ball and going home, Joe, because the game changed and he couldn't just out recruit everybody anymore and have the best player. Because Joe, for 10 years, that was the case. He had the best players, bar none, better than everybody. And he didn't have to worry about NIL and transfer portals. I think there's a little bit of that that has to be tied in here, Joe, that... He's been dealing with this for two or three years and seeing how it's going, and he finally—that's part of the reason why he maybe said, "I
6: don't need this. Uh, this is way no, too much." I, I agree with you 100. percent And let's not forget, like you know, we we talked about it with Harbaugh the other night. Uh, you know, does he stay or does he go? And when you win a national championship at a power five school like Michigan and/or Alabama, and you have the ability to recruit and keep that train in motion. It's very easy to stay there because it sells itself. Now with NIL, now with the transfer portal, it's like whoever has the most money has an inside track to getting potentially the best recruits. And hey, why do I want to go to Alabama when I can stay home in, in Ohio or Texas and get, you know, two or three million dollars? Or in some cases, when you look at Nico, the starting quarterback for Tennessee, got nine million to go to Tennessee. I mean, these kids are making enormous amounts of money where the coach isn't the most important factor for that ball club. And, you know, you look at brand recognition, it was Saban, Saban's way. That's what these coaches want. It's my way or no way. And that's why he left the Miami Dolphins, Carver, because it, it was more of a business, right? And that's what we have now in regards to the college football landscape. I will say this. It is intriguing that he ties bear bryant right doesn't get the seven national championships to surpass bear bryant he retires in alabama tied with six national championships they're obviously catching one in baton rouge back in 2003 with the lsu tigers as well
4: yeah and look joe i think that uh obviously the things we talked about just a moment ago uh was going to make it probably more difficult for him to get that seventh, uh, when you when you think about it with NIL in the portal, and also the fact that he probably doesn't like that it's going to 12 next year either, Joe. He's a traditionalist. Yeah. The 14 playoffs, he's made it very, you know, that's just possibly two more games that he could get picked off uh, before winning another national championship. So probably that door being there as well wasn't one uh, that he wanted to walk through. All right, Joe, now obviously the next thing is going to be, that is uh, one of the best jobs. Not just Joe in college football. I mean, it's it's one of the premier jobs in sports, right? I mean, the head football coach at the University of Alabama, Saban, has held that ground for a very long time and has been super successful. These are major shoes that are going to have to get filled in Tuscaloosa. Now, I was just looking at this Pete Thamel uh tweet Joe and he says there's no likely internal replacements. Well he's got that right. They're not gonna hand Tommy Reese uh the keys uh to to the Alabama Crimson hey, Tommy, tide Here's, here's uh, the Alabama, you know, yeah. here, Here's the, right. the oak door in
6: the chair. Here, here right? you go. Uh,
4: now here's his quick projected list. Dan Lanning, who I also saw McMurphy say Dan Lanning would be at the top of the list. kaylin DeBoer, Dabo Swinney, James Franklin, Mike Norvell, and marcus freeman james, have they watched nobody james, in the
6: last two years james franklin. Uh, james oh, franklin james franklin okay
4: right. um, he says uh, here come all on. come with complications and big buyouts since it's difficult to move entrenched coaches let's remember something else joe there are a lot of guys running around not just college football but the nfl who have nick saban ties that nick saban has uh brought in as assistants whether Ryan that is ball. Brian Dable, Lane Kiffin. Uh, I'm not going to say Kirby's bar, yeah. because obviously Kirby's at Georgia, and he's built his own empire over there. The Davo one's interesting gaps. to me, Joe.
6: The Davo one's interesting gaps. to me. Yeah, but but here's the thing, Carver. You know, he didn't address the transfer portal or NIL at Clemson. You don't like it either. He's, yeah. If you're an Alabama backer right now and a legend is stepping down, if this was three or four years ago, circa Deshaun Watson, Trevor Lawrence, Clemson, yeah, then I say it's a great fit for the for the organization and the, and the, and the franchise and the team. But he hasn't coached up a quarterback since Trevor Lawrence left. Kate Klubnick is pedestrian. So, uh, you know, pump the brakes on Dabo just a little bit because we saw Dabo's defense take a step back, too, after Brett Venables took the job at Oklahoma. I will say what's attractive, you think of former assistants, Sarkeesian with Texas, I'm sure he'll get a call. Lane Kiffin, what Lane Kiffin has done at Ole Miss, has built that program up, 10 wins at Ole Miss, back-to-back, almost back-to-back years, second year there. I mean, let's not forget that. He's got Jack. He's recruited really well in Oxford. Now you give him the keys to Tuscaloosa, everything is open. I would want a younger head coach. Dan Lanning, I'll just say this, physicality, offensive, defensive lines. He was a graduate assistant in 2016 at Alabama, was on Kirby Smart's staff, was a national champion. He's an up-and-comer. He's 35, 36 years old. And you saw the progression of Bo Nix. Even with Kenny Dillingham, now at Arizona State, he builds staffs. That's a pretty good fit, but would he want to go? I mean, here's the thing. Would he want to go? Because, you know, it's 12 teams now. So these coaches, if I'm Dan Lanning, I have that train in motion in, in Eugene. Why do I want to bolt? I'm almost guaranteed a top 12 ranking, right? It's very tricky, Joe, and and whatever whoever
4: it is, I I don't think it's going to be like you mentioned Brian Dable, and I I saw a couple people. They need someone who's established in the college game. That is a huge uh, job. The guys we're talking about, this is going to be a ripple effect, Joe. This is going to be a trickle down effect. One of these guys, maybe it's one of the big names we just mentioned from the famous. They're not
6: getting Mike Elko type. They're not going to get a Mike Elko type. No,
4: no. they are Joe. This is Alabama. They are getting right. a name. One of these right. names well, that we are well, talking about is name? taking this job.
6: It's I, not going to be I, DeBoer. Don't that. I don't think it's going to be I don't think DeBoer. it's going
4: to be Kalen DeBoer either. But I, I'm saying whether it's Lanning, whether it's Dabo, whether it I mean, James Franklin. God, I, I just can't no, imagine that they would I, want him
6: to be look, the look, head coach. I love James Franklin. Great recruiter, but he can't coach it up. He, he loses every I, big game. I think Lane's interesting. Uh, I think Lane, Lane's very Lane. interesting, Joe, uh, uh, because want, he was there for a couple
4: of years – He he knows what Nick uh, built there. He understands what Nick built there. Uh, I think that Sark's not in there, because Sark can get whatever he wants at Texas. Lane can't get whatever he wants at Ole Miss. He's complained about it already, about how these other teams can spend more than us at NIL. I think that's a very interesting one, Joe, to look at. But whatever happens, it's just going to cause the dominoes. Whoever takes that job, their job's going to open. Then that job's going to open. You're about to have a real uh, landslide, potentially, of a lot of jobs opening up in college football, they, depending they on who number. takes that job. You yeah.
6: put a number on it, I'm taking a shot on Kiffin. Give me plus money with Kiffin, I'm taking a shot. He coaches up offense. That's what you need I, in today's... I, I think that you would you be my that. pick
4: too, Joe. I, I think that would be my pick as well. Uh, that's for sure. Uh, great stuff here. Uh, so Nick Saban out, retiring at Alabama. Pharrell coast-to-coast coast here on a Wednesday. Carver High and Joe Lisi in for Scotty will come back. Uh, we have a lot more to do. We will rip through all the NBA tonight before we get out of here and all the college basketball. I'm sure Joe's got some platinum plays for us before he gets out of here. We're back after this.
3: SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com.
4: And we are back uh, for El Coast to Coast here on a Wednesday. Carver High and Joe Lisi in for Scotty on Sports Grid and Sports Grid Radio. Great to have everybody with us. Uh, of course, we're talking Nick Saban out at Alabama. Uh, the names are flying fast, Joe. I mean, that's one thing. You spend enough time on the internet here; it's only it hasn't even been a half an hour uh, since this news came out, and you can find the names. I mean, people are throwing them all out there now. Dion, this one. I mean, norval There's everybody everybody's out it's not candidate be it's not i don't think it's gonna be norvell either but um everyone's gonna be a candidate now uh, dion and and nick like they're tight they did the duck commercials together joe they had uh, the insurance commercials together
6: i'm sure that they're oh, uh tight uh, you know they know each bad, other well he, he, here's here's <laughs> he's a great recruiter so dion could Jeez. sell it at, you know and he and with that type of talent who knows I mean, here's the way I would do it. I would put, if if I'm doing a list, Lane, Dan Lanning, Dion, and then I guess it's, you know, if you, Dabo and and Sark, I think are right there. I mean, early on, I don't want anybody else right now. I wouldn't want, who else you going to get? Who else is, I don't want DeBoer. They got to be, whoever you get, listen. Whoever you get to coach Alabama, it's not just the X's and O's. They have to handle the pressure. It's almost like coaching in New York, right? We talk about being a quarterback or a coach in the New York area. If the pressure is you win now or out the door. There is no tomorrow in Alabama. They're not expecting you because uh, Nick Saban walks out the door to go 8-4 and four in the SEC next no. year. So, you know, you keep that train rolling. It's 11 or 1 or bust. Well, uh, no doubt, Joe, because I was
4: just looking at, uh, you know, a bunch of stuff on him. You know, other than the first year, 10-plus wins every year. And I, I'm not exaggerating. Every that's year, the Joe, 10-plus wins. That's, that's the, the standard. standard. That's, the, that's the minimum. The standard. The minimum is you have to be able to do that, and you got to sprinkle in SEC championships and national championships and playoff appearances, uh, not sprinkling. So who playoff, are we going mean, to get?
6: I think, it's I, know, Joe, Joe, I, I think I don't know, Joe. I think obviously Kiffin. they this, give them,
4: They would open yeah. up the vault for Kiffin. I guess I, I If I was them, that's who I would go with. Uh, I think that it's you know you have obviously being in the building in the past, you have coached in the SEC, you have you know you you check a lot of boxes
6: with that and hire. When, Let's not forget uh, yeah. he won in the SEC, you know, like yeah. uh, at, yeah. at, a, at an under, you know, a middling type of uh, program in Ole Miss that took right. it to back-to-back double-digit wins. So you can't no say, and not only that, when they, when he was the OC, I mean, prolific offenses, elite, Devontae Smith, Jalen Wada, I mean, come on now. Yeah, uh, no doubt,
4: Joe. Uh, this is going to be fun here. This is going to be – you're going to hear a lot of names. Uh, and, and also, Joe, know this. This is not like we have all these NFL openings right now where coaches are going to interview 6,000 assistants. I mean, owners are going to interview 6,000 assistants and they're going to take their time. And they... That is not the case here, Joe, because in college football, you don't have time. Uh, there's no time cause, because you got the window open right now. You got 30 days. You got you to get players in there. You got to keep players from leaving. This is something, Joe. That's going to happen very
6: fast. I think you agree with me on that. Absolutely, especially with the transfer portal. Think about what they have as a core. You have to keep that before players bolt, right? Right. I mean, you know, because it's almost like you have to equate this almost to the Pac-12 situation with Washington State and Oregon State. This is huge. This isn't some minor move.
4: In fact, Joe, I'll bet you this right now. Obviously me and you are out of here in like fifteen minutes and we got game time decisions coming on that. I would bet there's a decent chance by the time me and you get back, not that there'll be a higher, but by the time me and you get back on for radio tonight at eight <laughs> East, there won't be a hire. But what I'm saying is I bet in the next three hours, you'll start to see a more definitive Alabama has reached out to X, nice. Y, and Z and I'll start, start this. like this. There will be yeah. that.
6: And here's the other certain. Tommy Reese has his bags packed already. Well, look, uh I don't know.
4: You want to go back to Freeman? Uh, in no, shouldn't have left, kid. Shouldn't have left <laughs> last year. You took all that extra money to go work for Nikki, and then Nikki <laughs> left. Uh, Joe, quickly. There's a lot of NBA tonight. Let's roll through that uh, fast right. before we get out of here, including the best team in the West and the best team in the East meeting in Boston tonight: Celtics and the Timberwolves. Uh, right now, Joe, minus nine and a half. Here uh for the Celtics. This total two twenty-five and a half. T Wolves smashed uh Orlando last night. I saw Rudy Gobert's questionable. I saw that Mike Connolly's out. Uh Anthony Edwards barely played last night. He had three fouls in the first quarter, went to the locker room at one point, he had a miserable night. Maybe he bounces back here, but I think that's a lot, Joe, nine and a half.
6: I would lay it, but is Tatum playing? If playing. It. Tatum's Let, playing, yes, Tatum's I'm playing. I'm laying it, and, and let's all Tatum to 35 tonight. No, I will never, I
4: don't play Tatum anymore uh, in props. We don't get involved with Jason Tatum. That's it, no. it's a crypto play. That's, it's a crypto, out. you're I not don't, play I don't touch And You know what, God bless you, I'm sure he'll score 40 points for you tonight. I'm done with that guy. The once in a blue moon where I just need him to get something like 25, he gets 19 and he shoots four for 17 from the floor. He's never there for me, Joe. He's just one of those guys. He's a great in. player. I'm not, I'm not, I don't play him. Uh the right. Kings won in Detroit last night. Tonight they're in Charlotte against the Hornets. Minus eight and a half for Sacra Tomato. 230 and a half is the total. You know, if this wasn't a back-to-back Joe, I'd be I'd say lay it. But then I realized uh the Hornets suck. So you know what, Joe? I'm gonna lay it anyway. Minus eight and a half with the Kings.
6: Uh I'll take the eight and a half uh, minus the eight and a half with the Kings. I like the over. I, I see I over. over. I like the. Okay. Is Terry Rogier playing?
4: I'm, I'm, I'm sure he is, Joe. Your boy, Terry Rogier. Go ahead, alt it. 30, 35, five threes. Go ahead, Joe. Go get involved with Terry Rogier. Uh, big one tonight in Detroit. Five and 30 Spurs and the three and 34 Pistons getting together. Nothing like eight and 64 combined here in early January to get you excited. Minus three and a half for Wembenyama and the crew, 238 and a half the total.
6: I'm going to lay it with Pop. I'm going to lay it with Pop and Wemby. His wingspan is huge. Let's go under the 238. I think I think they double-digit win for the Spurs. Pop always coaches them up.
4: His wingspan is huge. Uh, the Wizards are in Indiana against the Pacers tonight. Minus 8.5 for the Pacers. How about this one, Joe? 250, 1.5 here for the total
6: sell sell under the total i'm not buying into this team halliburton's banged up i know they like to run tempo no way no way give me the wizards yeah. and the you know i i, I you you make a good point here joe we know that these
4: pacer games fly over every single night we got to see if that's still going to be the case with halliburton out of the lineup so i i don't think we should go running uh, to the window for these overs yet wizards suck so it probably will still hit tonight But uh, that's the way that that goes. Next, Sixers are in Atlanta against the Hawks. I will tell you, no Embiid for the Mm. Sixers tonight, Joe. They are minus one and a half road favorites in Atlanta, 244 and a
6: half the total. I like Atlanta as a home dog, and I think we go fast and loose with no Embiid. That's a big night for Trey Young. Let's go over this total. It could be just like, you know, what what is it, 48 minutes of hell? Let's go over the uh, 243 and a half. I was thinking Arkansas and Nolan Richardson.
4: That was them. That was 40 minutes, Joe. They only played 40 in college, not 48. That's why I said 48. That's why I said 48 in the pros. 48 minutes of L. Oklahoma City's on the long East Coast trip. They're in Miami tonight against the Heat. Thunder are four and a half point road favorites here, 233 and a half. I'll tell you this, Joe. Spolster got that fat bag we were talking about with 120 million. Give me him with the four and a half at home tonight against the Thunder. Let's go is jb playing or is he still out um
6: i don't think that he is joe uh i will I get on you confirmation other, on that. i was on the heat monday night laying the four i can't go back to the well give me the under hero
4: you can't Jamie. go back hey, to the hero. well hero hey, hey hero, hero. Hey, hero. Uh, hold hey, on, Joe. Hero. I'm going to get you that right now. Uh, yeah, he's out, Joe. Uh, no Jimmy, no JB tonight uh, for them. He's not in the line. Uh, he hasn't been, he's been under, out uh, pretty under. much consistently here. Houston is in Chicago against your Bulls. Bulls minus three and a half, 216 and a half the total. All Kobe White, all the Bulls, outright. They're, they're laying it, or they're catching oh, No, they're, they're they're laying it, Joe. The Bulls are three-and-a-half-point favorites
6: tonight. Could that guy, DeRozan, get over Outright. 25? This guy, I'm, I'm you, every single time I bet DeRozan for 25, they tack a 21-and-a-half number on him. I go for 25, the guy ends up with 14. Every single time. Tonight will be the night he busts out. I'm doing a Tatum and DeRozan parlay tonight.
4: The Pelicans are at uh, Golden State against the Warriors. Pelicans minus two and a half road favorites here. 233 and a half the total. I'm taking the Warriors tonight, Joe, no, uh, as no the home way. dog.
6: One thing I know is that my guy is Valanciunas stepping up tonight. 12 bounds for Valanciunas, Darling, hold my score for my sketches. I got to get some bounds when we play Steph and and the Golden State Warriors. I'll take some caviar with those bounds. The Jazz have been playing much better. They've got themselves now to 18 and
4: 20. They have the Nuggets though coming in tonight. Nuggets minus six and a half point road favorites in Salt Lake, 237 and a half is the total. Uh, I like the Jazz here, Joe, with the six and a half at
6: home. Like the Jazz, I like the over. 237 and a half, what do you think? Yeah, why not? I think they could get there. Why not? Uh, The Jazz play no D.
4: Uh, so sure, why not? Uh, they got to hit a lot of shots tonight, that's for sure. Here uh, finally, late night. Uh, here, we, here we go with Kawhi. Uh, the Raptors, uh, who, uh, of course, we played Darko earlier. They got uh, kind of jobbed in the fourth quarter against the Lakers last night. They spend the night in L.A. They get to play again tonight at the Crypto against the Clippers. They're catching 10.5, Joe, uh, in this game. 236.5 the total.
6: I think I'm going to take the Raptors here with 10.5. Well, would they combine for 263 last night, back to yeah. back, under? 263. Under. 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 Joe, I think selling here. You know, selling. Because Marco said now, now they're going to swallow the whistles. So now they're going to, a little body English. They're not going to call up uh, They are. Up
4: with Marco. Yeah, they're going to swallow the whistles, Joe. They Bob are going to get mugged tonight. Uh, they are going to do that. Uh, do you have for me, uh, quickly, guys, we got like a minute. Can I slide in? I don't want the uh, Houston uh, loss. Do we have, can you give me Nebraska beating Purdue uh, quickly here? Here we go. Nebraska-Purdue on Horn- Cornhusker Radio. Number one goes down, Joe. Let's hear it.
6: And the Huskers are going to go to 13-3 and three on the air and to 3-2 and two in the
4: conference.
2: And you hear the go big red champ. Get this ball in bounds. Let this, let this crowd storm the floor, baby. Gillison into Braden Smith. Five, four, three, two, one. And for the first time in 41 years, Nebraska knocks off the top-ranked team in the country. And they are storming the floor. They are storming the floor. They are storming the floor. Storming the floor. Storming the floor. your name, Fred Hoyberg. There's <laughs> your signature win. Guys, They're partying here in Lincoln, Nebraska.
6: Win. Oh, look at that, Joe. That's Hoiberg, they—they they he was Hoiberg when they had one foot out the door a couple of years ago, and now he's oh, yeah. cooking with fire.
4: Now he's getting it done. Purdue playing like it's March uh, in Lincoln, Lincoln, Nebraska last night. Nice job by the Cornhuskers, who've been pretty good. All right, we'll come back, Joe. I'll give you tonight's college. We've been backed up with the saving stuff. We will finish it off, though. Coast to coast after this.
8: Producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Stock
9: have too high a price? Buy a slice. Trade fractional shares of your favorite U.S. stocks and ETFs in any dollar amount you choose with zero commissions online. Get started at fidelity.com slash stocks by the slice. Fractional share quantities can be entered to three decimal places if the value of the order is at least one cent. Dollar-based trades can be entered to two decimal places. Sell orders are subject to an activity assessment fee from one cent to three cents per $1,000 of principal. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC.
1: The legends are true. We're overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes!
4: And we are back for El Coast to Coast here on a Wednesday. Carver High and Joe Lisi in for Scotty on Sports Grid and Sports Grid Radio. Great to have everybody with us here today. Uh, of course, the big news today has been, we actually, Joe, really, uh, two coaches, uh, very yeah. well-known coaches out. Obviously, Nick Saban, we've talked about a lot this hour, out at Alabama, retiring Pete Carroll, out at the Seattle Seahawks. So we've had a lot of movement, and I don't think we're done this week, Joe. Obviously, the one that's been hovering is Belichick uh, in New England. We'll see what will happen there.
6: I I just wanted a quick—you know—we didn't talk about it. Does Pete Carroll like if he gets an attractive college job? You think he could go back? I mean, he's seventy-two in that type of setting.
4: See, like it's like I said to you earlier, like you were mentioning about like a young team, like the Titans. Like, does he got three to five years left coaching to build a program? I don't i don't know about that i think he needs to go if he's gonna coach again it's got to be somewhere where he can win in the next two or three years, uh, and get himself another championship. Uh, Joe, we have a lot of college basketball tonight. We did not get to, of course, with all this news. Here we go. Providence is at the Garden tonight, Joe. No Carnesecca to tonight. Patino wants these it. games in the Garden here. Let's uh, take for it. St. John seven and a half's the number. Kansas is at UCF, it. Tennessee at and and Mississippi State, Clemson and Tech tonight. UNC and uh, NC State always a fun game.
6: Yeah, I'm t- I'm laying it with North Carolina, and we're taking Providence. They- I love their bigs tonight. Love the bigs no. on the road. No, Carver, Providence, North Carolina. No. What do you mean no? What do you no. mean no?
4: No, you take St. John's. St. John's going to run Providence out of the garden tonight. Going to run oh, it right really? out of the garden.
6: You think so? Oh really? No, I'm Principal taking. Principal play. Tune in. Principal play. Tune in tonight. Principal play. Okay. I Okay. their bigs. play. I love their bigs. I love their bigs.
4: We'll do the rest of the games tonight, Joe. Obviously, Memphis is playing tonight. UConn and Xavier tonight. Uh, Wisconsin plays Ohio State tonight. Uh, Cuse is at Boston College for the Fighting It's Florida and Ole Miss uh, and a partridge in a pear tree. There's hockey tonight, two, three games, including Vegas and Colorado. A very good one. We will discuss that on Carver and Lisey. Game time decisions is next. Great job by everybody today, including you, Joe. You did a great job as well. Scotty back tomorrow for a Warren Sharp Thursday. Coast to coast. Thank you